0: How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, him who publishes peace. Brothers and sisters, grace and peace and mercy to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every time I read a story of Jesus' feet being anointed or feet being washed, I think of that passage from Isaiah 52. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, him who publishes peace. You see, whether Mary knew it or not, at that moment when she anointed Jesus' feet, she was anointing beautiful feet. These are, after all, the feet of the one who brought good news on a mountain called Calvary, the one who published peace between God the Father and us. So let's take a look at that story again. It all takes place in the home of Mary and Martha, and they live in Bethany, just outside of Jerusalem. This, it seems to me, was, I guess you would call it a dinner party that Mary and Martha had arranged in honor of Jesus, who had raised their brother Lazarus from the dead. Now, I'm not a big party planner, but I don't know how you plan a party lavish enough to say thank you, Jesus, for raising our brother from the dead, but that's what was going on. Mary and Martha were, of course, there, as was Lazarus and Jesus. And Jesus' disciples were there, too. And I think this must have been a very festive occasion. Lazarus is alive. And at some point, Mary washed Jesus' feet with perfume and nard. But, of course, she uses the good stuff, the really good stuff. Again, there's no reason to cut any corners at a celebration like this, is there? And that's when Judas speaks up. And I think he must have brought the mood of the party down just a little bit. He judges that the expensive perfume could have been better sold and then the money supposedly given to the poor. John tells us that actually Jesus had a little fundraiser in mind for himself, not for the poor. Apparently judas's fascination with money was not a secret john knew it at least he knew it at the time that he wrote this account and i suspect that john and the others knew what was going on in the heart and mind of jesus or the heart and mind of judas all along certainly jesus would have known clearly what was going on in judas's mind and jesus, jesus could have said any number of things to put a stop to it but that's not what jesus said at this moment now to be clear Jesus also didn't say to people like you and me that it's okay to ignore the poor in our community. To say that about this message would be to rip Jesus' words completely out of context. Many, many places in the Bible it's very clear that God is very concerned about the poor and the downtrodden, and and we should be too, so that's not what Jesus is saying either. Let's put his words back in context and figure out what's going on there. What Jesus said was, it's okay for Mary to have this expensive nard, this expensive perfume, because she's going to need it for me at my burial. And what he says after that is essentially, and that burial is coming sooner rather than later. Talk about something that brings the mood of a party down a little bit. Jesus, why are you talking about your burial here? You see, those words are strikingly different than some of the words that Jesus had been saying throughout the years of his ministry. You might remember, it's recorded in the Gospel of John, at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, Jesus said to his own mother, my hour has not yet come. And then later, in the middle of his ministry, Jesus' brothers were sort of goading him into doing some stuff, and he said, guys, 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 my time has not yet come. But his words are different here at Mary and Martha's house. Jesus is saying that within a few short days of this foot anointing, his time would come. So Mary is anointing beautiful feet at this moment. You see, Bethany is only a few short steps from Jerusalem. And in a few short days, Jesus would walk to Jerusalem. And when he walked to Jerusalem, this time he would be whipped and beaten for sins and for crimes that he didn't commit, for sins and crimes that you and I have committed. You see, his feet, once covered with perfume and nard, would there in Jerusalem be covered with blood and mud. Hardly a beautiful image by our standards. And then as he walked to the mountain called Calvary, he would stumble as he was made to carry his cross up that hill, and once on that hill, his hands and his feet would be nailed to the cross. More blood would flow. Still not a beautiful image in our mind. And of course there, ultimately, Jesus would die. But before he died, he uttered these words. It is finished, he said. You see, his feet had been carrying to that moment on that mountain called Calvary. There he was finished what he sent to, what it was sent to do. His feet were bruised, to be sure, but they were also crushing the head of the serpent in that moment. Bruised feet, but yeah, beautiful feet. Beautiful feet because in that moment they gained victory for us. Victory over death, victory over the power of Satan, victory over the sin that troubles us so much. And we could not have done any of those things, you know that. Jesus Christ did those things for us. And now that he did... We don't have to worry about them anymore they're done once and for all those are bruised but beautiful feet so as we walk in our days we are going to endure some hardship right we're going to experience some challenges and some difficulties in our feet are going to walk on some difficult paths but the good news is my friends that Jesus has established peace for us between us and the father Jesus has published peace. That's good news. So, yeah, whether Mary knew it or not, we know it. She was anointing the feet, the beautiful feet, of the one who brought good news on a mountain called Calvary, the one who published peace between us and God. How beautiful are the feet on the mountains of the one who brings good news, the one who publishes peace. Brothers and sisters, may that peace be in your hearts and in your minds every day of your life. Amen.